Welcome to Infinite Pulp. I'm excited today. We have a show for you. It's on a podcast. And this is what we do. A um, little bit different today. Max has, uh, we've given Max the, the week off. And so it's just going to be myself and one of our guests uh, filling in and co-hosting for us. You've heard him before. He's lovely. <laughs> Am I? Here it is. And um, we... We have um, we have Mr. Adam here with us. You've 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 heard him on the, on one of the episodes before. He was on the uh, top five favorite fast food items. I believe it was episode fourteen. So let me let me tell you something. If you haven't heard that episode yet, that is prerequisites to today because that is <laughs> required listening to what we're talking about today. Um, let me stop talking and let Adam introduce himself for a second. Adam, you're here. How's it going? What's happening? It's uh, it's going pretty well. Thanks for having me. It's uh, great to be back. And uh, at the risk of being pegged as the uh, fast food guy, I have agreed to uh, come back for this very special and uh, somewhat somber uh, occasion today that we'll get into in a little bit. So, um, yeah, it's possible there's going to be tears, crying. Please join us. And um there will be gnashing of teeth also either way. The, yeah, we're going to try to cut that out as much as possible. But yes, there will be gnashing of teeth either way. Um, so without further ado and teasing so much, um, today we're going to get into um, our favorite fast food place has been defined by episode 14. Go listen to it. Um, Taco Bell. Taco Bell released something. I believe it was beginning of July, mid-July. Um of a list of about 13 items that they are discontinuing. So what we decided to do is let's just go get all those 13 items, try them all out, give our scores, rank them, and then we're going to figure out which ones are the best and which ones are the worst. Um, I'm going to scratch that for a second. There are no worst items. So which ones are good and which ones are more good, um, I think, is is the is the the line for talk about, except for maybe those chips and guac. I don't know about that. More we're going to have to look at those. <laughs> so um before we do that though anything new going on with you i have something that happened to me today that's traumatic and and luckily i just got a class action lawsuit some money from that and so oh. i will use that money to pay for the repair if i can't fix it myself but before i get into my little thing anything new with you how's how's life going over in the midwest well, um, it's it's going pretty well. I am uh, kind of on a little uh, my probably closest thing that I'll get to a vacation this summer. Just wrapped up my summer class a couple days ago. Uh, got my grade yesterday, which was quite higher than expected. So that's always good news. And uh, I've got about um, I don't know seven or eight days probably before uh, I start school back full time. So I'm just trying to chill and enjoy things a little bit. Took a nice little day trip yesterday to St. Louis, a uh, nice little socially distant road trip. Um, got some great Italian foods and uh, they have a nice little Italy type section there. They call the Hill. So I got some fresh pasta and a um, little stroll through the Missouri Botanical Gardens. Ooh, so yeah, that sounds wonderful. Is St. Louis the, the place that has the big arch? Yes. It? Yes. Gateway is that, to the is that, hmm? gateway to the west. Yeah. Is that as cool as it looks? I've never been there. Like, is it just like, eh, it's a cool arch, or is it like, oh, that's really awesome? I mean, I it's it's 
I don't know. In a way, it's probably a little hard for me to objectively answer that because I've been seeing it since I was a little kid. And so every time I see it, there there's a little bit of an emotional, uh, you know, thing that I feel. I mean, trying to st- trying to remove myself from the situation a little bit and be objective. I think it's every bit as impressive as you would probably think it is. Um, It's uh, there's in in no way can you look at it and say, oh, I thought this was going to be bigger or anything. I really don't think that you could say that Um, they've got a great uh, underneath it. There's a great visitor center and museum that's underground. Um, And the one thing that I haven't done surprisingly is I haven't ridden up into it. And there is actually a very unique elevator system that allows you to take a ride up to the top of it and there's uh an observation deck that you can look out um i i do want to do that someday i have not yet done it um so can you i've i've always been confused about how this works so it's just a big arch does the elevator start at one end and just kind of arch all the way down to the other end or does it like go in I to th- the top th- and then back down the same side. Yeah, I think it goes up and down the same sides. It looks a lot like in the museum they have a kind of a sample of like what the mechanism looks like. It looks a little bit like what um, kind of like a Ferris wheel structure in the sense of the way that you are taking something that's, you know, uh, something that's fixed and you're moving it around a curve. So uh uh, so it's on some type of a, I think a chain system, but with swivels that allow the the individual little carts to always stay level as it goes up. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I, I've just always, been, I don't know why, just my brain can't comprehend the idea of it. Just like, of course, there's probably technology that makes the elevator kind of shift and move a little bit, but it's just always confused me. Of just like, I know there's an elevator that goes to the top. I don't know how it works. I just know it's there. Um, but yeah, that sounds awesome. I've always wanted to, to see that. Maybe next time I decide to move across the country, I'll, I'll drive through St. Louis this time instead of uh, uh, Amarillo, which is the worst. Yeah, but well, worst. and if you uh, if you ever want to come to visit, um, St. Louis is the closest uh, major airport to where I am, unfortunate uh, enough to be located at the moment. So uh, <laughs> that's where I would come pick you up. Sweet, I'm excited about that. Yeah, that sounds good. As soon as uh. As soon as now, can states travel between each other? I know the U.S. can't travel to anywhere else in the world, but we're still allowed to travel between states. I, I mean, I don't know if we're ever expecting <laughs> that'd be great if we just shut down. It's like Oregon is like, no, nah, you guys can't come here anymore. We're closing all of our borders. Wouldn't be surprised if that happened at some point to somebody. Yeah. So, I mean, there have been some cities in Chicago is one that has um, that has put out local ordinances that say that if you're. Um, coming in from certain states that you're supposed to do a voluntary two-week quarantine, but I don't think there's any kind of any state-to-state-wide mandate type yeah. things. Okay, that sounds good. I don't think I'm traveling anytime soon either, but maybe to Hawaii based upon today. Who knows? More on that later. Yeah, that's not. hopefully that's not your uh, disappointing story of the day. No, dude, my disappointing story of the day is, is last night I was watching TV, nothing wrong. Everything looks great. My TV looks fine. I popped on my TV this morning because I wanted to clean up the room a little bit before the podcast. I I was just, you know, I was about ready to sit down, have a little TV on, do a little research, trying to study for interviews and stuff. And what pops up on the corner of my TV, it's about two inches in and about seven inches up, is a spider on the panel. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And now I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, I'll just wipe it off. And I went to wipe it off and it wasn't coming off. I was like, why is this not coming off? 
the spider is inside of the TV between the panel and the backlights, and it oh. has died. Oh, it's an actual spider. Yes. I thought you like, meant more just like uh, a, a series of dead pixels that would appear in kind of a spider-like shape. Oh, yeah. No, it's a legitimate actual bug that is stuck behind the screen of my TV, and I cannot figure out how to get it down because it's dead. So it's you know how like when bugs die, they stick to things. Yeah. So you have to wait until they dry enough and flatten out enough to slide down. I've looked up a couple different remedies for it. So one says use a electronic toothbrush or some sort of vibrating device to like try to vibrate it down. <laughs> and so I, it's a spider though, right? So like it's got those little spindly things at the end. So I'm sure it's stuck to something. And so I, I use my little vibrating device to try to figure that out and like move it down. And that didn't work. It didn't, didn't work you, at all. I didn't know you had one of those kind of toothbrushes. <laughs> I have a Quibi, I think is what it's called. Okay. <laughs> no, wait, Quibi, that's the new, uh, that's the new spectacularly failed uh, video service that uh, came oh out. Oh my gosh. Isn't so it? what is it? Is, I think it's a Quip. Maybe it's called uh, a Quip. Yes, it is a Quip. You're right. Yeah, I, I finally gave in and bought the $25 quip and and tried to like and I watched the YouTube video and it worked for somebody else. I was like, all right, let me see if it works for me. And man, I quipped that thing all around that spider and I could not get it down. So I called um, a TV repair shop in the local area and I was like, can you guys fix this? And they're like, yeah, we should be able to fix that pretty easily. It's going to be a li little bit for labor because we got to take your TV apart. I was like, I know, but I'm not going to stare at a spider on my. It's not like a tiny bug either. The spider's probably like, I don't know, two or three centimeters, maybe a couple centimeters long. Like it's not unnoticeable. Like you can see a bug it is there. So did you get um, an, did you get I'm an estimate from them? Yeah, as they said, anywhere between like eighty to one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, I was gonna say because no. if it's like two or three hundred dollars, you can get a pretty nice TV for five hundred dollars right. now. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was just, I was honestly just like, do I need to buy a new TV? Is a time? I bought this TV a year and a half ago. I don't, I don't need a new TV. Um, but I also read that you can also maybe get a suction cup and suction cup the screen, like, and just pull it off a little bit, and that'll make it slide uh -huh. down. So I'm going to try that to see if that works. So I'm going to go after we're done here today, um, either go to, like, Walmart or Lowe's or something and get just, like, a little tiny suction cup and try to try to get that. Actually, you know what? I may have something else in the house that I can use it for. You know, it's to be continued. We're going we're gonna to see, see if this works here. Um, but, um, I just got a class action lawsuit, uh, check for some credit card thing that happens for like $95 oh, wow. yesterday. I'm like, that's perfect. I was just going to put it on my little credit card, but now I can just pay this off right away and just get my TV fixed. So I'm pretty, pretty happy either way. Um, even if the suction cup works great, if it doesn't, I have free money that I wasn't expecting that I can just use for this. I still cannot believe that this happened, though. Like, come on, man, my tires and my car have to be replaced. Now I have to look at it. just all this stuff just falling all at once. So that's what happens that's, when you that, live in a uh, beautiful uh, outdoor centric place like Washington. Oregon, but yes. Oh, close. <laughs> I knew that. I was trying. I, not, I was trying not to say the actual city that you live in because I thought, well, maybe people don't know that, and then I screwed up the state. No, I think I last time I, I live in a small little town called Milwaukee, but it's it's like I could I could walk like 
you know, maybe three or four blocks to the to the west and I'll be in Portland, you know, and so I'm just right at the tip of lower Portland. Um, so. So just so I'm clear, so so we're looking at a method. Uh, it's like a combination of the suction cup with the quip at the same time. Is that what's happening? Ooh, no. So my thought process was just suction cupping the front of the TV and then pulling out right below where the spider's at or right above it to see if it because I don't know if the spider is stuck between a couple panels and that's why it's not falling down or what exactly is going on. So I'm going to try to first just suction cup it and pull and see if I can just lift the screen up enough to let it drop down. If, if it doesn't drop down by itself, then I'll definitely use the quip and the suction cup at the same time and try to vibrate that thing off of it. Um, and if that doesn't work, then tomorrow after my interview, I'm driving to Beaverton and, and which is about 25 minutes away and dropping my TV off. Saying, here you go. <laughs> Can you guys fix this for me? <laughs> Here's what's bothering me about this, though. What time did you go to bed last night? I don't know, one o'clock. And I'm assuming the TV was on up until that point, right? With no spider? Yes, TV was on with no spider. So I'm supposed to believe that this spider has like completely calcified and dried out and stuck to the screen in a matter of like seven or eight hours. That, that seems... <laughs> It does. It does. So I'm, 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 you know what? I was tired last night. It could have been on the screen last night. I just didn't notice it. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just, I mean, I'm going to, maybe it's still alive and it's just really scared and it's just, it's like in a state of suspended animation of some sort. Who knows? I am going to turn the TV on as soon as we're done here and going to see if I can, if it's still there, if it's not there anymore. Great. Awesome. If it is, then we're going to have to figure figure this out. And yeah. Well, keep we're going to see. Keep us posted. That's, uh, that's quite, well, a, yeah. quite a problem we're gonna have to a, have to deal with. We're going to have a little bit of time between when you have to go get your food and when I have to go get my food. So during that 20 minutes of time there, I'm going to uh, work on my TV a little bit and see if I can get that thing fixed. So we, should we explain to people uh, what's getting ready to happen just so yeah, absolutely. kind of transition? Yeah, I think it's actually about time to transition and move over. That's really all I had. I just really wanted to complain about that spider on my TV. And if it was like a little fly, I think it'd be different. But like a, fly, a spider, is, it's creepy. It just looks creepy on there. Um, so here's the plan. What we are going to do is we are celebrating Taco Bell and um, the items that we have loved for a very long time that are no longer going to be on the menu. So we're just going to go to Taco Bell and we are going to get the items that are there that are going to be discontinued and bring them back to the house and or our each our houses. And we are going to go through all the items and just do a little taste test. We're either going to have and we're both going to have our own personal rankings. So I'm going to sit on this side and rank them. Adam's going to sit on that side and rank them. Um, and each item we're going to rank and then talk about a little bit and then rank and then talk about a little bit. Not rank, but rate rate and then talk about a little bit and then rate them and talk about a little bit. Um, and then what we'll do after that is, and by the way, our rating system, it's a system that Adam and I have perfected over the years, um, is essentially down to, I think I've gone down to three decimal points at one point, <laughs> um, if you want to get really particular about it, but it's essentially a one through 10 rating, unless something is absolutely off the wall, like so good. Sometimes you can go above 10 if you want to really have an emphasis on it. It's, been a, it's, it's one, been a lot of trial and error to perfect the system, I have to say. 
It has. Absolutely. Because we started and we actually talked about it, you know, a few years back of whether we wanted to integrate point, you know, do we just do a 0.5 system, a 0.25 system? Do we go like more than that? And I think really to articulate something, I have to have more like leeway than just 0.25 systems. Um, Because sometimes things can be almost an eight, but not quite a 7.75. So you need to have some (laughs) sort of like leeway in there about what to give it. So here's my thing. As long as you have a reason for ranking it and rating it the way you're rating it, I, I don't really care. You know, just go from one to 10 as long as there's some sort of rating in there that makes sense. Like, let's rate something at 5.368. Well, if you can say, explain why it's that rating, I'm very happy with it. <laughs> it works for me. And I, so I'm going to try I'm going to try to limit myself just as a personal goal to uh, two decimal places. But uh, you never know yeah. what could happen. Yeah, I'm probably going to do two right now. Um, full disclosure, the breakfast mini skillet is only served during breakfast. So I have already tried and tasted and we've rated that one already. And so I can tell you right now that one is is not on the 0.25 scale and it's at two decimal points. So already <laughs> we're just getting into the good stuff. Um, and so with that, though, what we'll do at the very end, and I'm really excited about this, is we're going to have a definitive rank of the items and what that'll be is is adam and i will add together our rankings ratings i keep on getting the words mixed up we're going to add together our ratings of each items and we are going to combine those and then based upon the total score each item gets put them in order and then we'll look at it and say do we agree do we disagree and go from there that's kind of the gist of what today's going to be about Lots of eating, so I hope everybody has a lot of room. If you want to play with us, we're actually going to break in a little bit to go get all of our food items and come back. And so if you want to join us and actually, you know what? Never mind. This is going to post after you're, uh, you have the chance to get it. So so if you're hearing this, sorry, and, you're already you're yeah, SOL. Well. I mean, I could post this next week because we're recording it on August 5th and all the items are discontinued on August 13th. And next week, next Wednesday is usually when we post stuff. It's uh, August 12th. So you know what? I think I'll post this next week. Yeah. So if you want to join us, you should be able to go to your Taco Bell today and go get these items and come back. Um, and uh, and we'll go from there. And so... I think this calls for a special um, editor's notes uh, pre-taped message at the beginning when you post uh, post next week explaining that due to the due to the urgency of the situation that we now face, you decided to make a last minute change to your broadcast schedule in order to bring us the special, special episode, a very, a very special, a very special infinite pulp. No, I absolutely agree. And I'm actually going to add in a little um, reminder at the beginning of the episode I have to post today, explaining to people that, okay, next week, this is what's happening. So you have to prepare for this if you want to join us on this on this journey together. Before we get started, uh, should we just go through the list just to kind of yep. just establish what those items are? Yep, absolutely. I already have it up, ready to go. And so um, there are 13 items. There are only one breakfast item, thank goodness. Um, and then 
let's just go through the list and I'll go through it slowly. I won't talk about any of them yet, but this is what you need to go order. And you can find this. I found this list on Thrillist.com. Um, if you just type in Thrillist talk about discontinued item, it's like, I think the second Google thing on there. That's how you can tell how often Taco Bell has discontinued their item is this isn't even the first um, <laughs> article <laughs> that you can find on this subject. So, Or just type in Taco Bell, what the f*** are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> and that'll, it'll come up that way too, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, so the full list per press release from the company the major menu revamp, they're calling it a major menu revamp, and that's why they're changing all this. I mean, we can get into that a little bit later if you want to, if you want to tackle that now. But, you know, I think you have a little theory about why you think some of these are going away. Um, and I definitely want to, want to hear about that. But here is what's going away, and you will no longer be able to order this on the menu. So we have a grilled steak soft taco, a seven-layer burrito, nachos supreme, Beefy Fritos Burrito, Spicy Tostada, Triple Layer Nachos, Spicy Potato Soft Taco, Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes, Cheesy Potato Loaded Griller, Beefy Nacho Loaded Griller, Chips and Guacamole, Chips and, P- Chips and Pico de Gallo, and the Mini Skillet Bowl, which is hashtag parentheses a breakfast item. The only breakfast item on this list that's improving. Um, Taco Bell is definitely completely removing their potatoes from. Um, and, and it looks like are they removing the potatoes fully? Yeah, from the menu. So. I believe so. That's one thing that's been very hard for me, and we'll get into this more, I'm sure. But just like you know, some things you know are they are they really getting rid of this ingredient, or you know, it's like why can we not still serve chips and guac we are still going to have chips and we're still going to have guac but (laughs) right we'll get into that like and then the nacho supreme which is just a smaller version of the nacho bel grande so like that i don't know i'm i am yeah we're going to get into this and kind of the theories about why we think they're um, but right now before we do any of that let's go get our food Let's take a little break. It's going to be not a break at all for you guys, but it's going to be about an hour for us. And so we're going to go get all of our food and come back. And then how it's going to work when we get back is I think you want to just go down this list like from top to bottom, because I think the chips and guac and the chips and pico de gallo need to be at the bottom. Do you, Or do we want to come up with some sort of way of eating this in a way that's going to maximize the quality of each item? Or does it really matter because it's they're all going to be cold? Mm. I think, uh, and since since my nearest Taco Bell is about 15 miles away, um, you are going to have a little bit extra time than I will. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing you uh, uh, mess with the order of that list a little bit, but uh, I will I will leave that in your hands as to okay. how you, how you want that yeah. to play out for maximum dramatic effect. Yes, I'm going to I mean, honestly, I'd rather have it be maximum taste effect. True. So I oh, think. I'll- oh, so like uh, like the cheese plate tasting menu idea, the uh, idea that you start out with the things that have a more mild flavor so that you don't kind of ruin yes. your taste buds for later. I got you now. Right, right, right. Absolutely. That and then also based upon like how good they're going to be, like you don't need to eat chips and guac right away. Like we can leave the chips and pico de gallo to the very end because that's just pretty much going to be the same. And the chips and guac are not going to be too like they're not going to be so much worse, you know, 25, 30 minutes from when we started this. 
to make it so like, you know, like, so I'm just going to kind of do, I think cheesy fest. Yeah. I'll make a little list and then we'll go from there. Um, so right now, Adam's going to go drive, do your thing. And then I will work on the list and try to get the spider out of my TV. <laughs> and, um, and then we'll, we'll beat you guys back here as soon as we can. So we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. That was quite an experience for both of us. And we'll kind of chat on that as we go. But I know, Adam, you ran into a little bit of slowdown on, on, on two accounts. And I accidentally ordered my thing from the wrong restaurant. So it's it would not be Taco Bell if our orders or something didn't go wrong at some point. I don't know if I've ever had just a absolute pristine like experience at Taco Bell. How was, how was your little break? Uh, yeah, uh, one tractor and one train later, uh, I made it to Taco Bell, and uh, I think we both discovered as well uh, some unfortunate anomalies with our order, um, and that's, uh, you know, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing in the era of uh COVID especially like uh, I've never really been one to sit in the drive-thru and check my order it just kind of feels rude and um, I agree you know but uh, even if I had been inclined to do that I was just thinking about how you know the bag now is like usually you know a lot of places like seal it with a sticker or something like that and it's just like an extra step and extra contact and it just uh, feels wrong so I noticed I noticed about halfway home as I was getting hungry and reached in the bag to maybe uh, snack on a few chips that uh, I received. Uh, no chips along with my uh, chips and dip, which is interesting. Yeah, I, same with me, too. So what do they just not? I mean, are they trying to save money and just like, well, people won't notice because that's really interesting that we both didn't receive chips. Now, like I went into the store and I. I like looked through my bag because what I had to do is I went and ordered it through the app and I accidentally ordered it too soon. So I like went there a half an hour early. It was ordered from the wrong restaurant from where I wanted to go because I knew the guys at the other restaurant were going to get it right because they always do. And this newer place I wasn't really a big fan of. I had to go into the store, went to the kiosk to order the extra items that they have already taken off the app and then um, go through and try to get it. And I noticed I missed my chips as well. So I was like, you know what? That's dumb. And so I asked them for a bag of chips. And apparently today though, I was talking to the guy at the register and he said that almost every single person coming through is, is ordering one of everything that we just did. That's like it's funny. very, yeah, very, very convenient, which is, I kind of, I kind of wondered if someone would ask me what I was up to and no one did. So yeah, I got, I got, I he definitely is like, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you like someone who was like, yeah, I want to order one of, one of everything. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm taste testing it and doing that kind of stuff. So, um, first up though, what we're going to do is like you said before, we're just going to get right into it and dive in. So we're going to eat a, a couple bites of our Fritos, beefy Fritos burrito. We're going to go away for a second. So you guys don't hear us eating. Um, it's going to be pretty much real time for you. Before we go away, and- ask me what I'm doing right now. It looks like you from I can see what you're doing. It looks like they forgot to add Fritos to your to to your did they give you a beefy five layer burrito? No, uh and so we'll we'll get into this also, I'm sure, but um my uh I'm I'm actually and I'm surprised to hear that you said the kiosk still had items that the app didn't have, because I would think they're probably just pretty much no. driven driven across the no, same. No, it was engine. the same. Oh, it was no, the same. No, oh, okay. I, yeah. So I had to like order. I had nobody was ordering at the register. So like I went up there and I said, hey, I want I think that's my order. And I pointed like I think that's a big bag. I know that's mine. 
And then I also said, so, and I also want to make another order because I can't get what I want from the kiosk. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm new here or something like that. It was just, it was a bad Taco Bell experience all around, kind of, to be honest with you. I really wish I would have went to my regular store. So in the spirit of um, further discussions later about, you know, why this is happening and, um, you know, how we may be able to cope going forward, um, I when I went on and uh, saw that the beefy Frito burrito had already been taken off the app at my store as well. Um, I said, okay, in a uh, post August 13th world, um, how can, how can this possibly be dealt with? So I went about trying to build the, uh, the beefy Frito burrito with, uh, existing menu items and modifications through the app. So we have here a, um, uh, cheesy bean and rice burrito minus beans add beef and uh, then at that point the only thing you're missing is Fritos so um, I stopped at the gas station quickly on the way back and grabbed a bag of Fritos uh, which solves another problem for me as well that uh, we'll get to in a little bit yes so we'll get to that Um, we're going to go away for a hot second and then we will jump right back in and we'll come back with our thoughts and we're just going to have a couple bites of our Fritos burrito and then discuss so we will be right back Salud. Welcome back. Our first item we are done with. Beefy Fritos Burrito. Adam got the modified version. I got the official Taco Bell version. And there is a reason for that. Before we get to our scores and what we like about it, I want to dig into that just a little bit because we talked about this a little bit before um, today's show, but we wanted to save it mostly for today. Because I kind of really enjoy the softer, almost crunchy, but not quite crunchy Fritos that happen to be in that burrito. And I know you have different feelings about that. I do. Yeah. The the soggy Frito thing is uh, uh, just pretty gross for me. And it's uh, always or quite often been a deterrent for me in uh, ordering this particular item in this, if I'm not going to eat it right away in the same way that um, for example, the double decker taco may at rest in peace. Um, Although probably a little bit more susceptible to that than the Frito, because I think the Frito is a little bit thicker and um, fried, maybe a little bit harder than the, uh, than the soft shell taco or the hard shell taco. Um, but just, yeah, the whole mushy corn thing is, uh, is not my jam. Yeah. It's just, I don't, it's, it's so good to me and, and it's not going to be a surprise. And I, I mean, I'm really, I'm, I'm excited to get to all these other items cause I don't really know what I'm going to rate them, but, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was my highest rated item on, on all of our lists. Um, it just it's it's really it's it's the burrito I love. It's not too wet. It's not too dry. Sometimes you can get really dry burritos that demand sauce. Otherwise, they just don't taste good. But this one just, I think, has a perfect combination between being dry, being wet and just the addition of those Fritos really just just throws it in. So that I. I it's so good, man. This one makes me the saddest, the most that it's, it's leaving. Like, uh, And this is why I wanted to put it first. I, I put it first also for you to make sure that you could get your Fritos in there the way you want them. But I didn't Aww. know you were going to be adding your own Fritos to it. So how how, how is it different, though, from the normal burrito before we you know unveil some of our ratings? 
between what you typically like made right now and put your Fritos in there? Or how like what's the biggest difference? Is it really just the Fritos or do you think that making it yourself really makes a big difference or is it pretty much the same and you just get crunchier Fritos? What are your thoughts? Yeah, the latter. I, I I don't see any reason why it would be any different. Although I do want to correct one thing I said before, which is that the um, cheesy bean and rice burrito also has creamy jalapeno sauce, I believe. So um, that was subtracted as well. If you want to uh, build your own in the future. Um, cool. But yeah, I mean, I think it was uh, about what I uh, remember from uh, previous orders. Um, I did think it was interesting uh, what you said about the level of moisture. Cause I do find this one to be a bit dry. Um, as I was, as I was eating through it, I noticed something that um, you don't often see in, uh, in eating Taco Bell, which is that, you know, they have their uh, trademark um, 85% beef, 15% other uh beef mixture it's it's always very um it's got a liquidy component to it that you can usually see as you're eating like a taco you don't just see the dry pieces of meat you see them kind of suspended in something and um i noticed as i was eating this that you really do see more or really entirely for me what i was just seeing is those individual little pieces of meat so i think the rice soaks up whatever is left of that um, juice on the meat and the uh, the nacho cheese sauce, you know, uh, being pretty thick doesn't lend a lot of moisture across the whole thing as well. So I find it to be a little dry, um, but uh, it, it does have a good taste. I definitely got uh, probably the best experience that I've ever had on this one before because I did get to add my own Fritos. So they were uh, still nice and crispy. And I always enjoy that contrast and texture. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, that juice soaking into the rice adds the flavor to the rice that sometimes isn't there. So you get a little bit, you know, taco-y rice. It just, everything to me is just such a good, perfect combination of things. And, and we're not, from my understanding, I'm not going to be adding any sauce to any of these. I did get a bunch of hot sauce because I'm absolutely not eating all this today. You know, like I'll be saving some of this for tomorrow to heat up a little bit. And um, it's it's really, really good with a little bit of fire sauce on there. And so I think I can eat it by itself because it's it's great and it's not too dry for me. But I mean, there are burritos I can get from a local uh, fast food Mexican restaurant um, here in Portland that's called used to be called Muchas Gracias. Now they went over to, it's called Victorino's Mexican Restaurant. Their burritos are so dry, like just so dry. Like I have to put sauce on them to to really just make them edible for me. And so besides that, they're kind of delicious. Um, So I always kind of notice the the, the wetness level because what I don't want in a burrito is I don't want to have to eat it with a fork and knife. And if you get your burrito too wet, you're going to have to do that. Um, Correct. But... What is um? What's your uh, and we're gonna probably burn through these pretty quickly, just so we don't make like a two and a half hour long <laughs> show. We like to keep this about an hour and fifteen minutes to an hour and a half. Sometimes we'll stretch into the two hour mark. Um, and we got a lot of items to get through. So what what what's your uh, what's your rating on this one? Do you want me to go first? So we'll, let's alternate who goes first on on each one. Uh, sure. I'll go on this one. Um, I, I agree with you also that with the addition of a little bit of sauce, um, it can, uh, maybe tip that balance a little bit for me. Um, and I did do that after taking my first few bites without sauce, I added a little bit of fire sauce. Um, I'm going to go on this one for a, 
6.93. Okay. And so it's just let me put it this way where's your average is your are you are you averaging out like is a seven an average to you is a five the middle of the road what what's kind of your 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 marker there for your your yeah, own scale i don't know i i think it's a little hard for me to answer that question um it'll be more noticeable i'm sure as we go through but um i will say that i i i tend to be a hard grader in the sense that you know the 10 is kind of the unachievable standard so, oh, okay. um, so if you look at it from that angle, you know, it's, it's unlikely, you know, for me to give a score that probably is going to be very far over a nine, um, you know, and it, by the same token, I think zero and, you know, zeros or ones are to be reserved for, you know, something that maybe would almost make you sick. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess five is where, is where my, I would like to see my average setting between five and six. Sure. So I, I don't pres- like prescribe to the tan is going to like never be attainable because like why have a rating systems if you can't touch everything? Um, so 10 to me, it just means that it's just I just don't know if I'm going to be able to get anything better in this category for what I want it to be. Like 10 to me means it is achieving exactly what it's trying to achieve, you know, and so I think I take that into account a little bit as well. I rated this thing um, a 9.6. Mm. I knew this was going to be quite a bit higher than yours. <laughs> um, and uh, it's it's not quite a 9.5. It's not quite a 9.75. I do think there's a, an item on the menu that that I would give a 9.75 to at Taco Bell, but it's not in this list, so we won't discuss that. Um, but really, I, 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 I love it. I had it for the first time in about, you know, probably a year or so, about three weeks ago, and I just remembered how great it really is. Um, but... Uh, so what's Adam's going to do is is um, with these ratings is he's going to keep track of all the ratings for us in a nifty little Excel sheet. And um, at the very end, he's going to do this little Excel thing for himself and for us. And then he'll go through how everything finally ranked out for us. Um, but right now, we're just going to give our ratings and then move on to the other uh, items, except for what I do want to. Um, man, I had it in my head and it just drifted away and I had something I want. Oh. We talked about this a little bit before, but I want to keep on coming back to this. Um, and this was off air that Adam and I talked about this. Why do you think this is discontinuing? Because I think this is discontinuing because they've the they're they no longer have a contract with Fritos. It's gone out and they wanted Fritos knew how great it was and wanted more money than Taco Bell was willing to provide. And I think that's why this is going away. What do, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's an interesting theory. Um, <clears throat> I think that um, it, 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 there's a lot that depends on what that license may have looked like and also um, how they licensed the um, the uh, Dorito uh, situation with the, with the flavored shells. Um, where maybe, you know, they manufacture those shells, you know, and manufacture the flavoring that goes on it. And they're just borrowing the Doritos name as opposed to them actually purchasing Fritos from Frito-Lay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely an interesting theory on that. You know, it's hard for me really to, to figure out the justification around um, a lot of these because... You know, as as I've already shown, how hard is it to sprinkle Fritos into a cheesy bean and rice burrito, essentially, and <laughs> right. save yourself the beans? Um, 
So I don't know, it, but so yeah, I, I, that definitely stands out as a as a strong possibility. Okay, all right. So and yeah, that's kind of what I think. Uh, just all conjecture, but I, I think it has something to do with money. I think a lot of these items probably people weren't ordering as much as they may have wanted them to, but we can get into that later. Let's just jump, jump on to the next item. Our next item is going to be the seven layer burrito. Um, so we're going to go away for a second, come right back, give her thoughts, and we'll rinse and repeat. So we'll be right back. All right. So how's that for you? Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I'll start. We'll, <laughs> we'll just start from here. Um, for me, the seven layer burrito, I think it's too, too, too many layers. You know, I don't think I need seven layers. I think I need five layers. I'm, I'm totally happy. Uh, I felt like it was really just kind of jumbled and I didn't get a lot of flavor other than just guac and a little bit of brightness. And that's kind of all I was able to discern from it. I didn't really get a feeling of a good, strong taco seasoning or taco flavor out of it. Um, it was pretty much just wet guacamole, sour cream and a little bit of cheese flavoring. And so I think the addition of those two more layers outside of the five layer burrito, I don't think it's really needed. Um, I think you can accomplish that with just a little bit of that hot sauce if you want to add a little bit of different flavor to it. And and it's just okay. You know, it wasn't, uh, I haven't had a seven layer burrito in probably 10 years. And so coming back to it, I don't mind this one's disappearing at all. Uh, so quickly, can we just say what the seven layers are? And I, and I don't even know, I don't have a list in front of me, but we got, yeah. let's, let's, let's pull got, that up real quick. We got beans. I'm just going to see if I can rattle this off here. Beans, rice, sour cream, guac, tomato, cheese, and I'm missing one because that's only six. Okay. So beans, rice, guac, lettuce, cheese, lettuce. diced tomatoes, and sour cream. I forgot the lettuce. So <clears throat> that's that's why I'm not feeling any any kind of taco flavoring. They just don't. It's just these are all the ingredients you would put in a taco outside of like the meat. Like well, this is what you use to enhance the meat. You know, this actually. Not, oh, sorry. Go on. No, I, go for it. That was kind of my big thing is it's like that's probably why I'm not enjoying this as much is because it, it's it's everything that should go on top of a burrito or inside of a burrito that is used to enhance the like the meat part of it not necessarily because the refried beans on its own you don't get enough flavor out of those i feel like to make that your main main part of the burrito uh well you may you may offend a lot of uh vegetarians and vegans out there by saying that but um it actually just occurs to me and literally i've never this thought has never come into my head in my whole life but um the name of this has to come from seven layer dip, right? You've oh, had that before. Yeah. It has to. And You're it has right. it has no meat in it. Um so it makes what, a lot, it makes a little more sense to me when I think about it in that context. It it does. I, I and you know what the seven layer dip does have though is 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 it's a dip though. Like it's 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 the you're using the dip to put something on your chip, right? Like the chip is still the main part of that course. So mm -hmm. I, I just feel like it's just a bunch of side ingredients and that's it. The refried greens, they're great. If you know, I just, they don't have enough flavor for me to make them a main course can like for this kind of burrito, but you're, you are absolutely right though. I think that's where it comes from. It's from the seven layer dip. So, um, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually, 
quite opposite, I think, where you are in this, though, overall. Um, I had not had one of these. I This was uh, one menu item that I, for whatever reason, went out and had almost immediately after the announcement. And uh, like you, I had probably not had this since, you know... Uh, shortly after maybe it was released, which I don't know exactly when that was, but it could have easily been 10 years. Um, and I found it uh, so refreshing and tasty. Um, I like the contrast of the, uh, of the hot and cool elements because mm-hmm. um, most of the other burritos that Taco Bell serves um, – don't have, for example, lettuce and tomato in them. Uh, they do have, I think, one um, burrito that I think is rarely ordered. It's some type of a burrito that has beef and beans in it. I can't remember what they call it. Um, and that does have lettuce and tomato in it. But um, this one, I think, has so many cool ingredients, right? It has more cool ingredients than it has hot ingredients. And I think, um, I think because there are so many cold ingredients, it actually counters that effect that I don't like of, you know, the hot ingredients kind of averaging out the cold ingredients and you just wind up with this one temperature of things. (laughs) And even eating this almost now, probably almost close to an hour from when I received this um, and picked it up at the store, there was still a little bit of contrast there and I liked it. Um, I can definitely taste the individual ingredients and that was something that I was really conscious of noticing as I ate it. You taste the rice sometimes. You taste the beans. I mean, I kind of agree with you that they don't have a lot of taste, but I could definitely taste the rice at different points, the guacamole at different points, and I really like that. Um, Texture-wise, I can see where someone would be coming from if they said that they don't really enjoy the texture of this one. It is yeah. a little bit on the mushy side. Um, it's paste. It's but, a burrito paste. Yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoy this one more so than if you had asked me a month ago what I would have thought about this one. Um, I probably would have given it a much lower score than I'm about to. And this is why we we do these, you know, it's just like I, I hope to be surprised by so many different things here. Um, one more thing I want to I want to comment on before we do our ratings with you. Um, I, I totally agree that the um, the to me, the addition of, to, of the tomatoes, it just it, it just adds that brightness to it that, that I really did find very pleasant. Uh, you know, I I enjoyed that aspect of it and thinking of it. I don't think I got enough lettuce. Uh, maybe if I would have gotten a lot of lettuce in there and less um, paste, then it probably would have been higher on my list. But I'm only giving this one one a uh, 5.9 for myself. The full disclosure, I ordered the lettuce on the side on this one. So I did add my own <laughs> lettuce as well. Um, I'm giving you more restrictions next time. What's that? More, uh, more direction. I'm going to give you m- m- more restrictions for what you just, <laughs> you have to order the menu item. You can't make any modifications to it. You have well, to taste it as is. I, my, I will, I, in my defense, I think my modifications are only due to my long travel time on these Yes, because I will also tell you that, uh, I'm not a huge tomato person and I did leave the tomatoes in this and, um, and I'm glad I did. They do, um, they do create a nice little feature there okay you said i'm sorry i didn't get that recorded down on my yep. spreadsheet here five points five point nine nine okay i am going to go with a seven point four nine yeah 
What's that? What's the so? What is your point one oh one difference between moving mm-hmm. up to a seven five? Can you can well, you can you expand on that? So to the extent, that, I mean, it's probably maybe a little more technical reason than you really want, but to the extent that if it were a seven point five, you would legally be able to round that up to an eight. So uh, a seven point four nine would not round up to an eight and it would either round down to the seven or perhaps up to the 7.5, but not on then up to the eight. So that's Mm kind of what I'm thinking. I I think it's a really strong item, um, but I'm not prepared to really get it to, you know, close to Holy grail status for me, which is going to be an eight or nine most likely on these. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I kind of have feel similarly with that where I can't quite give it a six. Six to me is just the like, okay. Seven to me is like, I would be happy to order this all the time. Eight for me is like, I think this is good. Nine is fantastic and great. And anything above a nine is something that I consistently get every single time I'm there. Um, other than that Frito's burrito, because a lot of times I forgot how good it was. Anyways. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it wasn't quite good enough to be a six. That's why it went 5.9. I like your ratings. We'll mark them down. And the next item on the list is our um, potato zone. So we're getting into <laughs> our cheesy Fiesta potatoes, potato griller after that. And then a couple of items later, we're going to do some more potato stuff. Um, but I'm trying to group all the potatoes together so you know we can have consistently the same taste in our mouth. That the potato way not- zone. Yeah, so we're in the potato zone. Welcome to that. So we're going to eat some cheesy fiesta potatoes and we will be right back. All right. That was great. Mm. I was introduced to those by my partner about five years ago. I never even thought about ordering those. And um, they are a delight. Um, I am quite happy with those. The potatoes were soft. The sa- I'm just a huge sour cream fan. So anytime you put sour cream on potatoes with a little bit of cheese... It really just hits me right in the heart bone. You know, it's just one of those <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's 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 fantastic. Um, but they do have their downside because they don't have anything that brightens it up. You know, it's just heavy stuff. And so I would like to see maybe some tomatoes on there. Throw a little pico de gallo if you want. Um, you could even toss in maybe some onions, I think, would brighten that up just a little bit. Uh, it's not very well balanced to me, but all the flavors that are there to me are, are just great. And, and I, I quite enjoy that as, as a little snack. I, I didn't, you know, I'm not sure you can get much better than a little potato snack then. I mean, it's just the same thing as like cheesy tater tots with sour cream on them. You know, like you just can't go wrong. Yeah, um, I don't know. How how do we wind up being friends anyway? <laughs> and we have not compared. I mean, just so people know, like, I don't know. First of all, I don't know how many years it's been since I've eaten Taco Bell with you. Um, and we certain have, certainly haven't compared any notes about uh, what you and I both like. And we're doing this completely blind. And uh, so far, it's funny how these are we're so opposed on some of these. I love I, it. Honestly, I th- it's great. I think this is pretty pathetic uh to be honest <laughs> like <laughs> i mean it doesn't taste bad um i have i do have one of my known issues um in food and there really aren't too many um is i i have very strong opinions about uh, the way uh, and manner in which potatoes appear in certain foods um and when they're when they're not crispy 
in a context like this, um, I, I, I really get pretty skeeved out by them pretty quickly. Um, having said that, um, I do like the seasoning that's on the outside of them. They, they do have a really nice flavor. Um, almost, I don't know, tangy is not the right word, but it really, that flavor, that seasoning on the outside really does come through. They um, do a nice job of putting enough on there. Um, my order today probably contained about three tablespoons of sour cream and maybe about a half a tablespoon of cheese. So, oh, that's a problem. I, I yeah. do feel like this is an ingredient, uh, even though I've never ordered this before, that this particular item seems to be something that um, gets put together in a very sloppy manner for some reason. I just feel like that's how this probably always comes out and the sour cream and both of the sauces were kind of like bunched over on one side of the bowl and all that. So, Oh, see mine had cheese over the top of it and it was kind of flattened out over almost all the potatoes and sour cream in the like dolloped in the middle that was kind of flattened out over the top of that. Mm -hmm. So like very, very evenly distributed. Like I got cheese and sour cream and potato all in one bite. I do have to agree. This would be quite a bit higher on my list if the potatoes had any sort of crispy edge to them. I don't want hard potatoes, but I want potatoes that are kind of soft in the middle and just a touch of that that crispiness on the outside. Like I still want to be able to chew on them a little bit, but I don't want to be able to like mush them. And so like good tater tots should be a little bit crispy with some mushy inside. Can't just you just I don't want mush all over the place. So they did score a little bit lower than I probably would have given them if they have um, if they had. If they had come someplace else, you know, if they had just a little bit better potato. But I do agree with you that that fiesta sauce that they not sauce, but the the seasoning they put on those um, potatoes, I think is just killer. Like, I think it's a pretty good sauce to, to have sauce. Sorry. A pretty good seasoning to just have on potatoes. Um, so this one is um, for you. You can go for it. You uh, you have your score first on this one. Yeah. And I and I just wanted to add also, um, I think you're spot on. Um, uh a scoop of pico is actually the first thing that came to my mind um, as to what that could use to really make it not seem quite so monochrome for just uh, yeah. in terms of in, in terms of both color and flavor to me it's very monochrome um, it is it's it's not super complex and and it just happens to be that the simpleness of it are all things that I just kind of love. And so that really helps because I, you know, typically like a little more complexity with my flavors, but if you put things in there that I just really enjoy, it doesn't have to be complex for me. It just has to be just kind of hit those tones of, uh, you know, sour cream, nacho cheese, seasoned potatoes. You know, I'm just kind of like that almost every single time you put that in front of me. So as far as your uh, yeah, as far as a rating on this one, um, I'm gonna go about a four, eight, six. And for me on this one, I'm gonna do a a six point eight three. All righty, duly noted. And we're going to stay in the cheesy um, potato zone for a little while. And so what we're trying to do is, is I'm trying to make sure that all the flavors that we have in our mouth are somewhat similar so we don't have to palate cleanse so often. Um, so 
we have a um, cheesy potato loaded griller up next. Um, I think I've probably had this once in my life. I don't typically, I have a very, very basic standard order at Taco Bell. It's almost always exactly the same, plus whatever new item they have. And so I don't get to experience a lot of these unless, you know, I'm sure I bought this when it first came out, but I haven't tested this in a while. So I'm very excited for this next one. Um, so let's jump into the uh, cheesy potato loaded griller and see if the potatoes are consistent at all. And we'll be right back. All right, folks. That was disappointing. It's essentially the cheesy Fiesta potatoes, but you can't taste the potatoes nearly as well with the Fiesta part on them. And the added layer of tortilla around the outside of it really doesn't do much except for make it more dry for you. Um, it, I can see what they were going with. They were probably going with, hey, let's make the cheesy Fiesta potatoes and then just wrap something so they can take it on the go and have it in your hand. I know that was kind of Taco Bell's big push with these grillers, I think, is the, you know, you see all those commercials about people, you know, guy being able to take an Instagram photo for his girlfriend because he doesn't have any hands, you know, because he's holding the Taco Bell. So I don't have a whole lot to say on this because it's pretty much the same thing we ate before and I don't like the additions and I think the subtraction is definitely you don't taste the actual good seasoning sauce on the potatoes. Um, what do you think, Adam? Yeah, I, I think you're I think you're pretty close on this one. I, I mean, it is literally just I mean, if you took it and dumped it into a, a tortilla and wrapped it up, there's no additional anything other than what comes in it. And I think that um, I think there's something to be said for um, eating eating the dish uh, such that it is eating it out of the bowl. You know, you get a piece that doesn't have any sauce on it and you taste the seasoning more and then you get a piece that's got only sour cream on it and you eat that one, too. And so you're getting almost a different kind of experience. And I can definitely see how stuffing this into a burrito kind of uh, homogenizes it, you know, in a way maybe that's not pleasant. Um, I would just say that I, I think because they do grill this one, if you get a good one and it's hot and fresh when you get it, um, it can be crispy on the outside. And uh, that can add a nice contrast in this particular situation where you're not getting maybe the crispiness that you want from the potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that if we would have eaten this a little more grilled. And I took that into account into my ratings. I probably would have rated it lower if I if I um, if I didn't know that we were eating this stuff quite a bit later than it probably is intended to be eaten. And so hopefully, you know, we can take that into account. But really, it's I don't have a lot to say. I gave the cheesy potato loaded griller a, a 4.87 out of, out of 10 on this one. <laughs> uh, okay. 4.87. Let me just jot that down. Okay. Uh, and well, interestingly, I don't know if you've been jotting my scores down, but you you know, you're only one one hundredth of a point over what I gave the uh, cheesy potatoes in the bowl. 4.86. So uh, it leaves me in a, in an interesting predicament here. Um, overall, mm, this is tough. I'm going to go with a 4.88. Oh, so you, you think, you think this is tiny bit better than the potatoes? I mean, it's really, it's really, uh, it's really 
you know, such, such a microscopic difference. But the fact is, um, I, I would probably never in any kind of situation that I can think of order the other one, if only for portability reasons. And right. so I'm, I'm edging out uh, with the loaded griller just because if I was in the mood for kind of some mushy potatoes that didn't have a ton of flavor, um, at least I would be able to eat this one while I'm driving. Yep. Yeah, that. And I you know what? I respect that. And I do think that deserves the extra point oh two. That, that you give it. So, um, <laughs> well, that was certainly a trip. Gosh, my roommates just turned off the power to the entire house instead of just their rooms because they tripped the circuit breaker because I think they had too many things plugged in at once. So now we're back after a uh, brief five, 10 minute break. And we're going to talk about some uh, grilled steak soft taco. I'm really excited about this one. And um, what are your thoughts? I've been going first lately. What do you think about this? Um, <clears throat> where to start? Well, um, it was not my favorite. Um, I don't know that I'd ever had this, uh, particular menu item before. Um, I have had their steak before and, uh, I don't know. I, sometimes I like it and sometimes I don't, I don't know what could be up with that. But, uh, for me, this item was just okay. Um, soft taco is one of my, uh, one of my Taco Bell go-tos just because it's fairly simple and, uh, it's fairly health wise. If you're going to rank Taco Bell items, it's one of the lowest calorie items on the menu, just the straight soft taco, the way it comes. Um, so I'm, my palate is very, is very adjusted to the regular soft taco already. Um, I do love the addition of the avocado ranch on this, and it's possibly one of the underrated uh, condiments anyway on the Taco Bell menu. Um, I think it only appears on the shredded chicken burrito is the only other place that you'll find it. Uh, but I do like that. It's it's refreshing and um distinctive you get just a little bit of the guacamole flavor in there just enough that you can tell what it is uh, which is really a perfect amount uh, but it didn't quite for me take this one to where i would have liked it to take it and i think um i think that's probably due to if i had to boil it down to one thing uh, the meat really just doesn't seem to have any seasoning on it all it's is very beefy but not steaky that's what I have to say about that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, let me unmute. Uh, let me mute you on Skype again because I had taken it off just to see if I could hear you that way. Oh, right. I realized what problem was. I was I muted myself on my actual microphone because I was typing something out. Ah. So, um, so yeah, what I wanted to say though is, is that was I didn't realize that was that secret delicious sauce. You said it was is that creepy avocado ranch? Is that what that was? Yeah, avocado ranch. Yeah, that was great. I was pleasantly surprised that that of of that sauce, and so um, I thought it was actually pretty pretty great. I I really enjoyed the the meaty taste of of the steak, and, and I, I liked kind of. I was I mean I was, as I was eating, I was like I think I may I may have this this may be something that I add to my order. Um, you know, we'll see what happens when I get to the spicy potato soft taco, but I'm thinking I may throw in a soft taco and this may be the one in future, in future Taco Bell orders. 
And so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it, actually. Have you ever had the steak before? I've had the steak before, but it's always either been on like a chalupo or on a burrito or something else. I'd never done the steak on, on, on a taco before. Yeah, and, I can, I can see you, that on a chalupa, maybe. When you when you do a steak on something like a taco, it really highlights the flavor of it a lot. You know, when you put it on a chalupa, you're throwing in other kind of sauces. I'm usually adding some sort of hot sauce. I'm usually putting in like jalapeno sauce or, or you know, something else to it, the chipotle sauce. So it kind of masks it quite a bit. But um, I felt like it was really kind of a really good combination of flavors. I, I, I really enjoyed this one. Okay, so what's your rating? Um, I gave this a 7.25 because it's just a little bit more than average for me. Maybe not so much average. It's just, it was just, it's just a good staple. You know, it's something I can easily see myself getting again, um, which I couldn't say about the, uh, the grillers. Also, I will say also uh, price points and uh, store prices may vary. Disclaimer. Uh, $2.99 for this one. I thought, I don't know. It just didn't feel like a good value to me. Yeah, that's absolutely the steak. You know, I mean, they always priced up steak a lot. Um, Because I, you know, it's just, let me just make sure. I'm going to test my, uh, what did it come out to me for? Uh, This one for me was a uh, $2.79. So Hmm. it's a little bit more over the side. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, um, you know, this was, again, just all right for me. Um, I will go because I like the avocado ranch. I'm going to uh, I'm going to give it a few extra little bits there at the end um, and go with a uh, 6.08. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, next up, we have another griller, the beefy nacho loaded griller. I have had this before. Don't remember it. So I'm excited to visit back and uh, see what it's like. And uh, we'll be right back. That was the definition of OK. <laughs> like it was not something that I would hate if somebody ordered it for me. It's not something that I would probably seek out. Um, but Perfectly happy to eat it whenever I get a chance to. Perfectly happy not to eat it whenever I get a chance to. Um, it kind of just falls in that very okay category for me. I, nothing really stood out. It, it was – I could see definitely and maybe – I think I may bump my score up just a little bit from where I originally thought about it because it's um, – the grilled part of it definitely I think would add to it um, w- once you get those nice and grilled on there. But uh, you know, it, it was it, – to me it was just – and maybe it's the Taco Bell I'm at right now, but they are just – they're covering <clears throat> their stuff in sour cream and cheese. And it really – when all I taste is sour cream and cheese and I, I'm trying to dig for that beefy nacho-y kind of like taco seasoning flavor and I don't tend to find it, um, that that's an issue for me. And so it, it's one of those where it's it's okay. Um what, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, well, I, and I was just looking here um – I just want to just want to go over the ingredients uh, on this one momentarily just to refresh my memory. I think it's okay. just the three things. I think it's sour cream, cheese and beef, right? Yeah, I, I was almost thinking I was getting some beans in there or something, but maybe that was just kind of the uh, deteriorating uh, red strips as they are so appetizingly. Oh, referred they to are supposed to have app. red strips. 
So wait, what three ingredients did you say? I'm not sure. I got red strips. Interesting. So I definitely got sour cream. This person made this wrong for me. He didn't make it right. Mm. I would have enjoyed it more if I would have got the red strips and just the cheese. Uh, mine came with loaded, loaded, loaded sour cream. Mm, yeah. Like I said earlier, the, the Taco Bell I went to, the person professed to me that he had not been there very long, and I think it absolutely shows. Um, but he didn't he make it, really, though. He did. I watched him make it. So the same he person. Took my order. That, really? Yeah, and this is his. He was so apathetic, man. He was just I'm, like, oh, everybody's. He was supposed to be running register. He was. And and everyone's like, well, everyone's just ordering it online and through the kiosk. So I'm not even worried about the register right now. I'm just making food. Like, he wasn't even doing his job right. You know? like I've never seen that before, I don't think. Yeah, so I, I'm not. I, like I said, went to the wrong Taco Bell. I'm very disappointed I didn't go to the right Taco Bell. Um, so. <sighs> I'm going to bump it up. I've had this before. I know it's 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 okay, but but I, I'm that sour cream really just kind of it overpowered everything else when you added it with the with with the cheese. Yeah, I can see that. Um, that's one combination actually, and I, we've spoken on this a little before. Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Taco Bell's nacho cheese sauce. I think in many cases it it just it has kind of an off flavor it does give some kick uh my kick kick is not this the right word it does give a little bit of punch if it's featured prominently enough that you can actually taste it but when it's mixed with sour cream it just it you just don't get anything from either of them really i think it's just a terrible combination so i would be um i'd be very upset on that one too but can we also just take a minute just to say also just a little rip to the loaded griller because that menu item uh, will be no more. And uh, so we'll be losing this one and the cheesy potato. And uh, I think that's the only two that are on the current menu right now. There used to be a uh, like a buffalo chicken one or something that I actually remember being fairly good. I think the zesty buffalo chicken is what they called it. Could be, yeah. I, I just remember hearing the word zesty out of them a lot for, for those items. Yeah, because I think they had maybe, yeah, I think so. I, I do remember there being more than just two, but um, yeah, that was pretty disappointing. Um, regardless, though, whether I was disappointed or not, I, I still kind of, I mean, I did kind of enjoy it. Like I said, it was just one of those like, eh. It could take it or leave it. So I, I'm going to give it a 625 just because I know grilled um, and not sitting for an hour much better. And I also know that um, I got the wrong item. And so I've had that item before and I can speak to that. And I, I know that's a little more than just the five that I kind of just got right now. Oh, I guess it's my, it's my turn to rate, huh? Yeah, um, I gave this one a six point nine nine. At the end of the day, honestly, I, it's pretty hard to distinguish for me between uh, it and the beefy Frito burrito. Um, they're almost identical um, as, as far as I can see. Uh, I guess the rice being the main difference on that one. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of just a little bit of. Uh, 
flavor mush to me. Yeah. Um, I did also just want to add as a uh, pro tip as we talk about, you know, how we might be able to cope in the future with um, the loss of some of these items and how we might be able to build them on the app. But just for uh, anyone who'd never seen this before, um, I only discovered it not too long ago, uh, was that on most menu items, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a section that says styles. And under styles, uh, most items, you can say make it grilled. And so uh, for right. someone who really likes this item, uh, they can probably recreate it pretty easy and get it grilled too. Yeah. Y- you could probably order like a, a, I don't know, beefy burrito and grill it. And I, yeah, you can. You can you can definitely order and get these uh, recreated. Um, I, next item, I think we're smacked out in the middle of the list, so we're getting there. Only a few more. And the last few are going to be a lot cheaper, not cheaper, but a lot faster because they're just some nachos and, and some chips and guac and that kind of stuff. But we're having into the spicy territory, so I, I saved the spicy stuff to kind of all go together. And we're getting into something I have actually never, ever had before, and so I'm excited to try it and give you more thoughts. But we're doing the spicy tostada because I've never had this one. Um, I'm excited to get into it. And so we will jump in and uh, we'll see you on the other side. To me, the spicy tostada, I actually kind of enjoyed the spice sauce to it. Um, it feels like their spice sauce had a little vinegar base to it. And I always appreciate uh, tot sauce that has a vinegar base to it rather than a tomato base or any sort of like carrot base sauce. Um, that's always enjoyable for me. However... Um, I, I, I'll, I did get some crunchy bites in there as well. Uh, you know, most, a lot of it was soggy, but I definitely found some places to get some crunchy bites into it and move some of my processes and some of my food over to the crunchy side of it. It, it I, I don't care if this one leaves the menu, really. It, it was just one of those things where it's hard to eat, you know, unless you are sitting down, it's not very portable. Um, I prefer my tostadas with a little more, um, ranch in them (laughs) kind of make a little taco salad out of it rather than just a hot sauce component to it and it it almost looked like a uh a little little short like mini pizza it kind of reminded me of those lunchables that you get that you can make the pizza out of except for it was taco (laughs) seasoning instead of that and i've never really enjoyed those all that much and so so would it be worth it to review um because I'm just now I'm now I'm wondering to make sure that you uh, had the correctly prepared item since we've discussed the uh, lack of con- <laughs> yeah. competency at your local Taco Bell. Um, did you have two sauces or one on there? Um, toss. Let me let me pull it out real quick. I have it right in front of me. I can yeah. grab it for you. Okay. I know what's the, on, I know what comes on it. Yeah. I, I'm just wondering if you're if you yeah, were yeah. missing something. Nope. It had it has the chipotle sauce on it as well. So it does have the red sauce and the chipotle. Red sauce and chipotle okay. sauce on it. And I do love the chipotle sauce. However, when you add that spicy style of a red sauce, it's going to overpower to me the chipotle sauce a little bit to where I really couldn't even tell that it was on there all that much. And so it's just kind of one of those things where it just kind of came out where if you're going to put something on an item, let's make it so you you either got to make it to where they magically just mesh together like sour cream and cheese, even though I know, I know you're not a huge fan of that here or make them so distinct that like they can definitely pull out. But you don't want to have a sauce that overpowers another sauce because then it's just added calories and you don't get it all the time. And, and so 
I honestly couldn't taste the creamy chipotle sauce all that much, um, even though it was. And I know what the red sauce tastes like. It was mostly the red sauce that I caught out of that. All right. Well, that's, what do you uh, think? Well, how do you like this one? It's only a dollar, so I mean, it's not like you know you lose that much getting it. You know, it's a it's a pretty big thing for for a dollar. Yeah. Uh, well, I finding myself again. Uh, on sitting on the opposite side of the table from you. Um, this is this, I think, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil things here. This will probably be my highest rated one. And I think it's fair to say to remember that we are reviewing a list of items that is being taken off the menu. So, uh, so our rankings here don't necessarily reflect our overall rankings of other items, um, that we may, uh, encounter at Taco Bell. Um, but, of the ones that of the ones that we're eating so far, um, I really like this one. Granted, it's uh, it's not not very portable. I have tried to eat it in the car a couple times and probably made a pretty m- big mess. And I've uh, sometimes deducted points for that. Um, but I like the creaminess that comes with the beans and the two different sauces. I think it really just does add a lot of moisture and makes it a, makes it a nice kind of creamy mouthfeel. I just love that. I love the spicy chipotle sauce and Taco Bell. God help you if you're getting ready to rid of the sauce. I don't know for sure that they are or are not. They are taking, um, to my knowledge, both the items that feature this sauce off the menu. So I am a little concerned about it. Um, but I would eat this sauce on my Cheerios um, happily. It's just delicious. And it 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 burns in your mouth for a while after you're done eating. And I love that because it's so, so rare that, you know, anything mass produced in this way that is advertised as being spicy that actually gives you that kind of kick for, uh, you know, any amount of time after you've swallowed it. So, um, I love this. I give it an 8.11. Nice. I gave mine a 5.5. All right. Ooh, getting back into potato zone. I'm excited about this one. Spicy potato, soft taco. Um, and then we get into the chips section, which I am very, very excited for as well. I love nachos and chips and stuff. So we are going to walk away for a little bit, eat our spicy potato soft taco, and then come back and um, tell everybody how much we love it or hate it. But uh, we'll be back either way. <laughs> See you in a second. Adam is still eating his spicy tostado right now. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> um, welcome back, everybody. Spicy potato soft taco. Now, I have a soft spot for spicy food in my life, and so I was really, really looking forward to this one. And I got to tell you, I kind of like it. I'm, I'm, this is kind of what I wanted that cheesy potato griller to be. Um, I, I was able to taste the potato and you got the Fiesta seasoning on there. Um, you got some of that nice brightness with those soft taco ingredients with lettuce. Um, I can't, I believe there was a little tomato on there if I remember right, but I, I, I don't remember or recall correctly. Um, but it may have just been lettuce. Um, but that 
that spiciness to it really brought out more of the seasoning and the potatoes. I could taste the seasoning on the potatoes, which was really the most crucial part because I do think that seasoning is quite good. Um, and so I enjoyed this quite a bit more than I enjoyed the cheesy potato griller. Do you have any um, any thoughts you want to want to share on this one? Yeah, I think I think you're spot on. Um, it really is just kind of that missing element from the uh, loaded griller, the cheesy potato loaded griller. Uh, we just kept saying it needs something else. You know, the uh, cheesy fiesta potatoes need pico or something. The cheesy potato loaded griller. Maybe it needs the spicy chipotle sauce because on the oh, taco yeah. here, um, it's just um, it's just really nice. Um, I still have some of the same complaints about it as I have about the other potato items, but uh, definitely much stronger for me. Yeah, this one, um, I'm really there with you on that. It's just a... I think the the tortilla is not as thick as you get with the with the griller. And I think that does a lot to this. Is that it allows you to experience those other items in that food that um, it kind of gets lost in the griller. And, and I think just having it in a soft taco is much much better. So, excuse me, I'm giving this one a six point seven eight. I like this one way more than the nacho griller, but not quite as much as the cheesy fiesta potatoes. All right, that's. Uh that's a solid score uh for me i think that's still a little high and uh i think i'm inclined on this one and uh more of like the uh 5.25 area excellent we are in two chips territory that's all we're eating the rest of the time it's chips 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 so um i am going to go away for a second and we will um i'm gonna lay it out for you we're doing nachos supreme next and then we're gonna do some triple layer nachos after that um we have a little chips and guac little chips and pico and that's it and i'll explain my thoughts on the mini skillet that i had this morning for breakfast um, we'll average the scores out and go from there. So we are in the stretch, the last part of this. Um, I don't suppose this will take too much longer because of uh, the chips are pretty easy, especially when we get the chips and guac and chips and pico. Um, but we'll go from there. So let's do some Nacho Supreme and we'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Getting to the end. The nachos, chip time. N- not my favorite nachos. It was kind of, uh, I like nachos a lot, but you know what a key element of, I think, nachos is? Is it really, I like some bright lettuce on there, and these just don't have it. They have beef, they have nacho cheese, and they have sour cream. And uh, that's it. And it was okay. I I think we ran into the same issue with the... um, beefy nacho griller that I had and the same issue Adam has been sharing with us is when you're mixing that amount of sour cream and cheese together, um, I think it also has some tomatoes on there as well. And, and, yeah, and should, have, should have beans also, I believe. It doesn't have beans. See, that's the issue. When you <laughs> add so much of that stuff together, it just mixes together so well. Um, so not well, excuse me. Um, you know, it's just, they're okay. I, I really... There, you know, nachos to me, they're so easy to get right, but they're also like they're hard to they're really honestly, they're hard to mess up. I feel I feel nachos are really difficult to mess up. And, and I would rather have just some of the Taco Bell regular chips and cheese sauce than, than eat those. And I think when, when you're talking about that, 
it really makes it so I, I just I don't like him as much as as I could have. I you know I'm kind of the person that like I don't need um, the nacho cheese sauce and the the sour cream to be all over everything. I kind of like them to have dolloped like in the middle or at some place. Like I like the guac to be like on the side or something. That way I get to decide how much I want to put on there rather than just being coated. Because a lot of times when you coat something in sour cream, cheese and beans and, and uh, the meat paste, it, uh, it softens the chips a lot, a lot. And when you take those items and you side them, you put them on top only you get a lot more crispy chip throughout. And that's kind of the issue I had here is regardless of when you eat that item, you're going to have some soggy chips on there. So my, my score is not not too forgiving on this one, actually. comes out to my second lowest rated item. But before we get into that, though, Adam, what are your thoughts on this, uh, this, this Nacho Supreme? I'm torn on these. Um, it's definitely one of the items from my childhood i think um if i think back to my taco bell childhood um and asterisk here you know just something interesting about what's happening with this menu change is of course that the uh nacho bel grande will still be available um, which is really the exact same thing as far as i can tell also the size of which i believe has been shrunk down over the years as well so there's down to pretty much no difference almost between the Nacho Supreme and the Nacho Bel Grande. So I'm almost glad to see that they're getting rid of it. Um, the Nacho Bel Grande was something that as a kid, I remember that's what I kind of always wanted to beg my parents to order. I think it was probably at the time, one of the more extravagant menu items that Taco Bell had. And so I always wanted it. Uh, having said that, I think there's a lot, uh, a lot of problems for execution on this one. Uh, the beans can be too dry and they can kind of all just be kind of caked on like one third of it. And, uh, either that, or you can have the complete opposite, which is kind of what you've been saying is that you really just get to the point where it's just a little too much of everything. And you just kind of want wind up with this pit of very soggy mess at the bottom that at times can be inedible. You try to kind of fish out the ones on the sides that kind of have enough that, uh, you know, were able to stick their heads far enough out of the water to, you know, still breathe oxygen <laughs> and be alive. Yeah. And so you try to you rescue those. And then um, the other ones are kind of just a lost cause that you may try to take a few bites of with a fork. And then you just realize how sad it is and, and move on. So I'm kind of with you on this one. Um, you know, if, if I had a way to kind of build this all separately, you know, and have a, a little bowl of meat and a little bowl of beans and a little bowl of sour cream and kind of build my perfect bite on each one, um, I probably uh, probably would like this a lot better, but alas, that's not what this is. So, yeah, I, I want to tail on that a second and, and say if you have to immediately dive into your nachos with a fork instead of using your fingers, then like you got too much stuff on there, agreed, you know. And agreed. sometimes that this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these nachos could have been elevated a lot if you just would have used. And this is something I don't think they would ever have done. Maybe they've done it in the past. Maybe they will at some point. But if you don't use nacho cheese sauce, but if you use shredded cheese and melted that on here and then added everything on top, I think you could get a lot of really good quality chips and and, and bites out of this item. Where now I think you're spot on, Adam, by saying that, you know, sometimes whichever chip can stay the driest, if you can get three or four bites out of those, then, you know, you count yourself lucky. Um, and, And those are really your good quality bites. But for this one for me, 5.34. 
it was you know one of my lower rated ones and um it, i think the, honestly i think the spicy tostada was better than this um and i would rather have that continue to eat that i think you are absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> what do you uh, got for this one for this one um I think, you know, there are some nostalgia points here for me. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go about a 6.3. Nice. That that one, other than our cheesy potato griller where we were 1 point or 0. 0.01 away from each other, I think that was one of our closest rated two um, together. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I believe, I believe you're right. Sweet. More nacho time. Let's see if they can do it better in a different menu item. Triple layer nachos, which sounds so massive and big and great and juicy. And it's like red sauce and cheese sauce. It's like very basic. You know, it's like the Supremes have more than the triple layers. And you're like, well, hold on a second. This has one layer with three things on it. So we're going to get to that and we'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Again, a couple more things. Triple layer nachos. What do we have here? We have an item that I like more than the Nacho Supreme, but I don't believe is quite Nacho level. You know, like as a chip item, I think they're great. Um, for warning, my Taco Bell, as terrible as they are, forgot to put beans on my uh, triple layer nachos. So I got red sauce and cheese and chips, which I actually quite enjoyed right now because I got a little of that red sauce of brightness to it and um, just a little bit of that cheese sauce. And I thought those actually meshed well pretty together, pretty well together. And I think adding beans on that probably would have helped them out a little bit. So these are very similar to my not so Supremes rating, but they're a little bit higher just because... They just are. They're a little bit better. I, I, I like them a little more. Sometimes less is more, and especially with nachos. There's a restaurant down here that serves cheese and chips. And all it is um, is grilled ch like cheese. Like They just put cheese and melted over chips, like shredded cheese and melted over chips. And it's just a massive, massive pile of melted cheese over chips. And you're like, this is great. Mm -hmm. This is all I ever really wanted. So sometimes with nachos, the simplicity of them makes them even better for me. They're still honestly not great. I've never really had the Taco Bell nachos before. Um, I get them every, every so often. Um, and there's a reason for that. I'm just not a huge fan of them. You know, they, they were never really an item that I would ever move towards because I could always feel like I could just go home and do it better. Um, and they didn't have anything unique enough. They do now with some of their Chipotle sauces and things that I really enjoy. But I don't know, man. What do you, what do you think on this one? Yeah, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Um one of my favorite local eateries here also has that same idea, just chips and cheese, and it's one of the best things ever. Um, yeah, I, I've actually ordered this probably, definitely in recent history, but probably as far as a lifetime total, I've ordered this one more than I have any of the other nachos. Um, I guess because I felt like it uh, had a few less layers, and so therefore made it a little bit more portable. Uh, I always, uh, pretty much exclusively, always eat Taco Bell in my car. I'm not someone to, to transport at home. This is one of the few times I've probably ever done it ever um so for me this one was a little more portable and so i would um i would order it a little bit more often also because interestingly um 
from an economic perspective, uh, this one has been on the dollar menu since they revamped it uh, three or four years ago, probably, or the the cravings menu or whatever it is they call it. Um, so this one has been a dollar. And yet if you wanted just chips with Taco Bell's nacho cheese um, in a little container, it was like a dollar seventy nine or something. So I never really <laughs> saw the point in ordering those when I did want some kind of a chip, I would just get this. Um, I really like the combination of the red sauce with the uh, with the nacho cheese. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the red sauce is probably also a little bit underrated. It's an ingredient that people probably don't even most of the time really know is even included in some of the items because it just it just kind of blends in really well. Uh, but there are uh, execution problems with this one as well, and I've seen it, again, with the dry caked-on beans just in a little pile over on one side, um, just uneven distribution of toppings. So definitely concern, concerns there too, but uh, I definitely see where you're coming from on giving this a higher score than the Nacho Supreme. Not much, man. I give Nacho Supreme 5.34. Let's reveal your score first. What do you, what do you like for your ratings on the triple airs? Uh, for the triple layer nacho, I think I will go with a um, 6.53. And I'm, I am just one point almost exactly underneath you. I'm at a 5.54 um, on this one. And like I said, I like this slightly more than the Nacho Supreme. Um, I, I do like the addition of that red sauce, and I does think um, it does add uh, some really good combination when you throw that in with some of that cheese sauce. So I'm with you, Adam, on that one. And then, um, all right. So here's what I'm gonna do. It's kind of you know, it's kind of like if you uh, if you get cheese fries and you dip, you know, you dip the fry in the cheese, but then sometimes you dip that in a little bit of ketchup too. That's what I kind of like mm, about the uh, red yeah. sauce combination. Man, I miss nacho cheese fries from Taco Bell. Those things are so good. Ugh. They're just great. And I don't want to like, let's well they're, another they're time. Good, they're good if they're fresh. They are. They're good if they're fresh. Absolutely. Um, all right. So here's what I want to do. I got two items left. Um, and then the mini skillet that I can talk on a little bit. Um, the chips and guac and then the chips and pico. Um, I'm gonna do these at the same time. I'm not going to split these up just because I don't think there's a need to. Um, I can kind of talk on these at the same time. So I'm gonna go real quick and have a few of these and, and see what we do. Um, give them both ratings on what they have, and then we'll be back and wrap this baby up. So let's do it. All right, Adam, last couple items. What do you think as we're both trying to take a drink of our? (laughs) (laughs) Well. Chips and guac, chips and pico. Um, I. I don't mind Taco Bell's guacamole. I mean, well, or maybe maybe we just treat this as separate things. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to treat chips and guac and chips and pico separately together. Yeah. Separately together. Yeah. You know, the the chips don't really matter to me. Um, I either want something crunchy on the side with my item or I don't. And so um, Taco Bell's chips kind of are what they are. Um, Their guac is not bad. Sometimes I actually enjoy it. It is a little bit on the... um, I I imagine that they fill it with some sour cream. Um, It's not just pure avocado goodness um but it does have a good flavor and um 
for me, you know, it's something, uh, the good news is it's something that you will still be able to put in your mouth if you want to. I don't know yeah. what hoops they'll make us jump through to order it, but um, it's, uh, it's all right. Yeah. That's about all I have to say on that. Honestly, man, I was I was really pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoyed the chips and guac. It really I, I was. And maybe that's expectations running in. But I was really expecting that guacamole to be kind of that really bad store bought guac that you get in like a bag that just isn't very good. You know, it doesn't really have much flavor. It, you, know, you can tell it's been out for a while. And, and this guacamole had a little kick to it. it. The addition of the pico inside the guac actually like made it better. Um, I do like kind of like I, I do get worried when guacamole has more of that creamy look to it because you're right. It's not just that avocado goodness. I was into it, though, and I was really surprised. And I, I quite actually I think chips do matter. And I, and I like I like Taco Bell's chips. I think they're light and salty. And when you're adding so much heaviness uh, to your meal, pretty much wherever you get something in Taco Bell, it's just going to have kind of that weight to it. Um, having something kind of light and airy and, and, and salty on the side just really helps things out. So um, I rated this quite a bit higher than I thought it was going to. I thought this was going to be kind of one of those items that I was just kind of not enjoy as much because I thought the guac was going to be just standard bad guacamole from it and it just wasn't i was pretty pretty happy with it actually so i ended up giving this one a 7.14 okay yeah i uh i think this is uh you know for me it really just kind of lands in the middle of the pack uh there are definitely uh, lots of things on the menu that i would enjoy more than uh chips and guac and definitely some things that i would eat chips and guac many times over before i uh selected from the menu. So uh, for me, I'm going to go with about a uh, 5.96. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and so uh, we're just going to roll right into it. We both tasted our chips and guac and chips and pico during the break. So we're not going to take a break between these two anymore. Um, we're just going to pound this one out. Do you want to speak on the chips and pico a little bit before uh, before I do, since I went first last time? Yeah, so um, I was curious to revisit this one because uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, me and tomatoes aren't always um, best buddies. Um, so oftentimes I order things without tomato. Um, just really depends on my mood. I will eat. I will eat them and sometimes do, but um, hadn't had the Pico from Taco Bell for a very, very long time on purpose, if ever. Um, so I was excited to kind of revisit this one. And um, it was really everything that I feared it would be. Um, it really was just lacking in any um, any kind of flavor. Um, I, I do love onions. I order onion. I add it to almost every Taco Bell item that I order. Um, unfortunately their onions are, um, I'm, I'm assuming, but I don't know this for sure, but I'm 99% sure that some kind of prepackaged onion that is already chopped. I doubt that they chopped the onions in the store. Um, and in whatever process they use to do that, they really lose a lot of flavor and are usually pretty waterlogged and flavorless. I still order them. I don't know why. Um, but I think in the case of Pico de Gallo, they're really important to, um, you know, add a little bit of contrast to the, to the tomatoes and you just don't get that. Unfortunately, um, there also doesn't really seem to be any kick of lime juice or anything in it that I'm getting. Um, I'm really just 
really just getting some bland tomatoes that were um, also kind of chewy for some reason. I'm not sure why that is. Um, but yeah, I yeah, got that too. Yeah, it just, it wasn't good. I don't like cilantro either. That's another, along with my weird potato thing, cilantro is in my top three weird foods Uh issues that I have. Um, so I was thankful that they are, they did go easy on the cilantro and it probably would be, um, a small enough amount that I probably would still eat it if I liked any other part of it, which I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of with you on almost everything you just said there. I rated this probably higher than my thoughts on it are because I enjoyed this more than the beefy nacho griller. So I kind of stuck myself by rating that one where I did. Um, I really love pico and chips. I just do. It's one of my favorite things. If you give me a dish of that spicy pico and some chips prior to um, getting my entree, I'm not going to be ready for my entree because I'm going to be so full by the time that thing comes that I'm just going to feel awful after I eat it because I'm just a chips. I'm a munching kind of chips and dip kind of person. And so anytime I sit down for a Mexican restaurant and I get served chips and salsa, I have no room for the entree afterwards. So I quite love chips and pico a lot. And I know that has a lot to do with where I rated this. I don't have a lot to add because you were kind of spot on on this. I, I do believe that um, I was worried that you weren't going to like it because of the cilantro. Um, I didn't even think about that. The There is just kind of a interesting flavor to it that is just not quite pico and the, the it's not like fresh. And yeah, I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, it's still kind of chips and salsa to me. And so I still kind of like it a lot. And it, and it, it does help. Um, I, I, I would be pretty OK with having this on the side of like a chalupa. And so I ended up giving this um, giving this actually higher than I think I should have. But um, I'm standing by it. And I went 6.26. One point. I went 0.01 higher than my beefy nacho griller. Because I wanted to rate it as low as I could, but it was better than the beefy nacho grill <laughs> griller. So I had to like just raise the bar just a little bit on that one. Mm. <sighs> Interesting. Well, uh, for me, I'm definitely down in the uh, potato region yep. of my uh, of my rating scale and the things that I enjoyed the least. But honestly, uh, I think I think this is uh, gonna gonna surpass that uh unfortunately for me and i'm gonna go with a 3.81 all right yep you know and here's what it is as you were talking about that um for me i don't care much for the texture that it came out but i actually kind of enjoyed the the flavor that 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 it had you know and i think that's where my rating comes from is the flavor there was for me a little bit but that that chewy texture just didn't really do it for me. And, and let me get you honest with you. If you give me a good set of chips and salsa, that's going to be like a nine for me, even if it's just kind of you know mediocre. So, um, well, yeah, as, salsa, uh, salsa. I mean, that's a completely different thing, though. I much would have preferred to have a little cup of like old El Paso or something with this than what I got. Well, I actually prefer pico de gallo more than I prefer salsa. I think a good like. Pico, pico is way better than a good salsa. Like I prefer pico over salsa, so I think that's probably where this comes from for me. Um, pico, guac, salsa, in that order. Okay. Um. So, 
And when I do like salsa, I like that like ground up, like really liquid, liquid salsa that has like, yeah, yeah. I don't like, I'm not a huge fan. If it's chunky, I just want to get pico. You know, I don't, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, Do you have any ratings at all for the mini skillet? Have you tried it before? Do you want to talk on that at all? Or do you want me just to kind of go with it and wherever it lies is wherever it lies? Yeah, let's just do that as a kind of a bonus one. We won't include that in the in the core ranking unless you have a big problem okay. with that. Um, because I have never had it, and so I, I would have no way to score it. I mean, I could I could I could guess because I've had all the parts, including the eggs. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna abstain. Yeah, and, okay, while, and so, while you're talking about that, I'm gonna do a little uh, number crunching yep, here. Yep, that was my plan. Is let me go over my little notes I had for the mini skillets. So here's. Um, let me just pull up what was included in the mini skillet just so everyone's on the same page. So inside the mini skillet, we have potatoes, egg, nacho, cheese sauce, and pico de gallo. That's what it is. Here are my notes on it. I was actually, and I had this this morning, and so I wrote these down right after I ate it this morning. I was pleasantly surprised by this dish, honestly. Um, I think fresh in the morning, that pico was kind of really good. It added the brightness to the dish that it really, really needed. Um, I thought cheese sauce actually was incredible on top of that, on top of the eggs. The eggs are your standard run-of-the-mill, you know, fast food eggs that are scrambled. So nothing really to write home about, but are also not awful. Um the potatoes were seasoned really well. I, as I spoken before, I really enjoy the seasoning on these kind of potatoes. I, I like that style. The one issue I had with these potatoes, though, is they were hard. And it's not even like they were crispy. They were hard. And really, if you're going to put hard potatoes in a breakfast bowl like that, I'm just not going to have as much interest in it. I would have probably rated this thing as um, – actually, I did. I did rate this thing as as – I like eggs a lot, too, and the pico, I think, did really well. I, I think this is, to me, this is a better version of the cheesy Fiesta potatoes. Um, and I rated those at 7.38, so I'm going to stand by my mini skillet rating. Um, I put these at a 7.84. I was really, really happy with these. Um, they would have probably been around an 8, 8.5, 8, 8.9 if, if those potatoes would have been on point. But like I said, they were hard, so I can't really, really um, give it any more than that. And it's a uh, vegetarian dish. So it's probably the only vegetarian dish that I've eaten at Taco Bell so far today that I've really, really enjoyed. Um, I like to have a little meat in my Taco Bell. So I, I, th- I think um, what we'll do is is when Adam gets done compiling that list together and we reveal the rankings for you, I will put this in where – you know, it's not really fair to have it, but like as an honorable mention or a bonus, this is what I would have rated this one. Um, but we're not going to include it. This item is getting discontinued. Um, I can see why it's getting discontinued, though. I, I, I doubt people are looking at Taco Bell breakfast in a way where they want to have like have something to sit down and eat to. Taco Bell breakfast is going to be and it sh- every right to and it should be on the go, just like almost every other fast food place. You're not really there to sit down. It's 530, you know, to 10 in the morning. All you want to do is just get to work and you're hungry because you forgot to make breakfast this morning. So or you woke up late. So what you're looking for, you're looking stuff you can eat in the car. You can have with one hand while you drive, you, you know, so this is not good. I'm totally OK with this being with this being discontinued. So um, those are my thoughts on the mini skillet bowl. I love it. I don't love it, but it's great. Honestly, I think if any of these items other than the beefy Fritos burrito 
Um, I think if you're going to choose between the Fiesta potatoes and the mini skillet, go out and breakfast and get the mini skillet instead. It, it's it's better. The addition of eggs and the 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 removal of that sour cream actually really kind of just it is. It's good. I, I like it. And so, um, how how are we doing over there on 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 the compile list for you? Uh, I am almost finished. So. We may just want to. Uh, I'd say we just take a little break. Pause and for a uh, moment from our sponsor. Um, you gave that a seven point eight four, right? Was that what you said? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's what I got. So here's what you guys should do: if you guys ate along with us and tried all these food, we're gonna take a bathroom break, and we'll be back. And so while Adam compiles this, pause right here, and then um, we'll we'll meet you on the other side. We are back. Adam did such a good job of breaking these down for us. He has a little few things that he wants to share. So I'm going to let him go for a few minutes like I did on the mini skillets and uh, kind of back away for a bit. And um, we'll reconvene when we do our final rankings. Go for it, man. So uh, interesting analysis on all of this for sure. Um, our uh, averages worked out to be in some cases, if, if you looked at the spread on these, uh, um, they're all kind of uh, clumped together pretty hard. And I think that's because we both kind of stayed true to uh, what our averages were and that idea in our head of, of kind of where we wanted things to fall. But uh, yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, so your highest rank, and I know you're looking at a list of your scores, so uh, you already know this, but uh, your highest ranked item was the uh, beefy Frito burrito, followed by the mini breakfast skillet as we count that separate. I have not had that one, so I uh, was not able to rank that. So uh, so we'll call your top three the beefy Frito, the steak soft taco, and the chips and guac. Um, your lowest about- rated item was the uh, cheesy potato loaded griller. I'd like to raise my hand for a second. Uh-huh. I thought I rated the cheesy Fiesta potatoes at a 7.38. To me, that it would be the Fritos, the potatoes, and then the grilled taco. I had a 6.83 down for that. Oh, interesting. Did I mess that up? <sighs> hmm. Yes, 6.83. Nope, you're right. I initially rated it as a 7.38, and I changed it to a 6.83 before we discussed our scores. <laughs> and I, when the power went out, I had to, you know, oh, I didn't yeah. save my Excel, so I lost my initial. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're definitely right on that one. Okay, yep, perfect. That's where it's at. Yeah, so you rated the nacho items really low in general. The triple layer nacho and the nacho supreme were down at the bottom of your list. The spicy tosada, which is kind of just a big nacho, that was uh, down <laughs> at the bottom uh, for you as well. But the cheesy potato loaded grill are definitely not your favorite. Uh, for me, it was the chips and pico that uh, definitely uh, definitely just ruined the whole party. Um but also the cheesy Fiesta potatoes, the cheesy potato loaded griller uh, were at the bottom of my list as well. We split quite a quite a distance. We split on the cheesy or the spicy potato soft taco that was toward the bottom of my list. And it was a little closer uh, to the top on yours. My top three, the spicy tostada, the uh, seven layer nacho or I'm sorry, the seven layer burrito and the beefy nacho loaded griller. So uh, some interesting breakdowns there. Your number one item was my number four. My number one item was your number third from the bottom. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, so I think it's in the grand. I think it's like not. I, 
10th. There's supposed to be 13 total items with this if you include the mini skillet. Um, yeah. So, uh, are we ready to, uh, to land this one and uh, reveal our final rankings? Yeah, I think so. I'm ready to turn the AC back on in my room. <laughs> so let's uh, let's get these rankings and then we'll share our uh, where we can find each other and any final thoughts we have. And we'll go from there. All right. So coming in at number 12, we have the cheesy potato loaded griller. Number 11, Chips and Pico. Number 10, the Nacho Supreme. Number 9, the Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes. Number 8, the Spicy Potato Soft Taco. The uh, Triple Layer Nachos coming in at number 7. Number 6, Chips and Guac. Number 5, the Beefy Nacho Loaded Griller. Number 4, the Steak Soft Taco. Number 3, the Seven Layer Burrito. Number 2, Thanks to my very high rating, the spicy tostada <laughs> and uh, the number one soon to be soon to be taken away, but long to be forgotten list of Taco Bell menu items that will no longer be available on August 13th. The beefy Frito burrito. Yeah, I like that list a lot. I think that's pretty, pretty good list. And, and, and it's it's really a third person would have just thrown this all into different kernel wax because like anytime you and I rated something, you know, not abnormally high, like I rated something abnormally high with the beefy Frida's burrito, but like, I'm so glad that your highest rated and my highest rated were both the top two. And then everything else kind of fell in after that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think from a, a statistical perspective, a third person would have definitely made this ranking a little more effective, but uh, you know, it's a pandemic. So, uh, so we deal with what we have and definitely a lot of fun either way. Yep. Yeah. As it was great, man. I had so much fun. So do the same. And uh, if you want to play along with us, it's too late. The show's already over. You don't get a chance to anymore. But if you want to talk to us or chat about anything um, at all, where uh, where can we find you at? In, any place on the Internet that you want people to find you at? I know where you're at, but do you want them <laughs> to find you there? Yeah, I uh, I prefer to stay hidden, actually. No. Um, yeah, really, um, really Twitter probably uh, is best for me. It's at Adam, A-D-A-M. DM Adam DM A D A M D is in David. M-S-M-D-M. It's because he likes you. He wants you to slide into those DMs. And you can write exactly. You can slide into my DMs, and I will send you a link to a tweet that I received just as we were recording this episode from Lifehacker called "Learn How to Make Taco Bell Potatoes Because They Will Soon Be Gone." <laughs> so uh, oh, actually, man. actually, a recipe out there. Uh, when you start missing these real bad. Yep. And there's some talk about stuff you can buy in store. <clears throat> Excuse me. In well, in well, yep. That's what I'm going with it. Um, so you can find me at the normal places, damp 3d mango, DMP 3d mango. That's going to work for pretty much everywhere. Instagram, Xbox, PlayStation, Twitter, you know, any kind of place you want to find me at. I'm, I'm usually there under that surname. 
If you want to email us, you can email us at podcast at infinitepulp.com. Send us your list. Send us anything, topics, questions. We'd love to eventually get to a point where we did a brief, you know, 15, maybe 10 minute section where we answer emails at the end of each show. I think that'd be super fun. Um, but it takes you guys to participate and want to send those emails in to me. And so um, you can, if you don't feel like sending me an email, shoot me a, a text on uh, Twitter. And uh, we'll answer the questions on there as well. It's pretty easy. We actually have a Twitter account um, at Infinite Pulp. Um, you can definitely follow us there. I will try my best. Sometimes, um, you know, this is kind of a beta year for our podcast. So we're not we're not taking this year too seriously. Things are going to ramp up a little bit in year two. Um, but so this year we I haven't been, you know, posting as much as I wanted to on there. But um, I will usually post when episodes go live. I will usually post on there if they are delayed at all. And um, we can kind of just, you know, have a conversation on there. It's the easiest place to find me. So that's Infinite Pulp uh, um, on Twitter. So that's kind of where you can find us at. Do your due diligence. Get this Taco Bell in and um, let us know what you think and what your rankings are. And if we get enough of them, we'll average everybody's out. And uh, we'll have a full total rankings. And so it'll be enjoyable. Adam, anything that you want to share? You have any final thoughts before we bid our fair listeners adieu? Gosh, well, uh, again, this was uh, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And um, I don't know. You know, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, what happens with this whole change that Taco Bell is making certainly from a PR perspective. Uh, I feel like it's been a tough couple of weeks from them and, uh, they've obviously, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure considered very carefully this particular list and they have their reasons for doing what they're doing, but it'll uh, be interesting to see if ultimately, uh, because make no mistake, this is all about the bottom line and, uh, They've, they've been very honest with that. Uh, profits have been down. And so it'll be very interesting to see if, uh, if this, uh, this move has the intended effects. Looking forward to uh, following up on a future episode. Yeah, absolutely. When they start introducing new items, we're going to have to to kind of share what, what they are and kind of, you know, because we know this is happening. So are they going to replace these? Are they just removing them to save? I don't know. It's, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually more interested in seeing where Taco Bell goes um, in the next direction, because I've always thought they've been pretty great at it being somewhat innovative in their in their new menu items and pretty consistent in what they have. So to get rid of this mini all at once, I want to know if it's going to be. You know, a lot. If it's going to be two items that come, if it's going to, you know, it's just really what happens. So I'm really curious about that. And we'll, we'll definitely maybe we'll do a where are you at, you know, seven, eight months from now. We're going to get Adam on some episodes that aren't food related <laughs> to that's coming for sure. But, um, you know, we both love food so much. It's, it's difficult to, you know, to not want to talk about it when something like this happens. It just happens to be that the last two are like this, but we're, we're sure going to get away from it for a while. Um, but everybody, everybody should know that when news like this breaks, you are the very first person I text. Yes. Always. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And it's, and honestly, it's a lot of times like you're the first person that lets me know when this, like this stuff happens. And so I really appreciate that because I want to know, and I don't always follow as much as I should. 
And so it's it's great that that you text me on this kind of kind of stuff. Um, Adam and I have a very very long history of food together, and so <laughs> it just kind of made sense for us to do this. Um, just the last thing I really want to say is that if we didn't rank your item high, or if you disagreed with stuff, you know, just kind of remember every single person. Um, maybe not that, but every single item on this list is somebody's favorite item. Well, you know, right. like it. It's just, you just, we all have different tastes and that kind of stuff. And like, it came out in our rankings, you know, like our top two items, yes, got first, but everything else after that, it was kind of just a, you know, we'll see. And so, yes, I'm sad that all this is going away. And a few of these items I would really like to, to be able to have, but you know, go out and get it. If it's your favorite item, we're posting this a day before it's gone. So if you're listening to this right now, you still have tonight, today to do and to enjoy these items. So go out and do it. Um, and that's it. That's all I really have for everybody today. Um, something, you know, I don't really have much news. We're going to have Max on next week again, and um, we'll kind of get back to our regular scheduled program and uh, go from there. So thank Adam, so much for joining me. It's been lovely. We're going to have you back on as co-host when Max leaves. Um, And uh, that's it. (laughs) Have a good night. Thanks. Later.